to them. Matthew Leonard works for Hawaii's Civil Beat News Service in Oahu. The picture is emerging. I've just been looking at some photographs that were uh, taken about half an hour ago by the US Civil Air Patrol and the Maui Fire Department of the West Maui town of Lahaina, which is a very historic town, uh, population of about 13,000 people. Uh, the devastation looks pretty severe there. They confirmed uh, that there are at least 270 buildings um, destroyed. They've confirmed six fatalities, but that number is very likely to rise. There are uh, police blockades uh, and road closures that still affect the area, and there's a lot of... Uh, there are electricity and uh, cell and uh, internet outages affecting that part of West Maui. Uh, when you look at the photos, the you know the devastation is pretty co- you know is, is 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 pretty comprehensive. I mean, people are saying it looks a bit like a city that's you know had an airstrike on it um, that we'd be familiar from from you know other global conflicts. But it's a place that uh, has a lot of history. Uh, it was the old kingdom, Hawaii. It was the capital of the old Hawaiian kingdom. It has very strong native Hawaiian uh, connections, and it's a place that many visitors to Maui would be familiar with as well um, because of its historic kind of significance. So the fires, there are three fires on the island that are still active. Uh, they have uh, deployed this afternoon some considerable uh, U.S. federal government resources in the form of uh, nine helicopters, a combination of military, navy, and civilian, uh, to conduct water drops on these fires that are still active, and um, the full picture is still to emerge. I think we actually have a couple of reporters who've managed to get to Lahaina, but because there's no cell coverage, we're still sort of waiting for their reporting to, you know, to really have a sense of, uh, of what, what, the, what the picture is there. What can you tell us about injuries and also evacuations? Is there a, a mass exodus from Maui? Uh, so we had reporters at a Maui high school in um, Kahului uh, this morning and there were you know, quite a few people who'd short- sheltered there. About 70% of the people that were there were estimated to be visitors to Maui or tourists, if you like. There has been a very strong exodus from uh, the, the very busy Kahului Airport in Maui uh, to Honolulu, and there is uh, there are plans to be able to shelter up to 4,000 people at the Honolulu Convention Centre if if needed. Um, so there's been a lot of cooperation with the Hawaiian air carriers as well to enable people to get off island. Um, there are about 2,100 people estimated to be in shelters. The, the shelters in the highly affected areas don't have power. There are still power outages there. So a lot of people are staying with friends or, um, you know, going to uh, places like high school gymnasiums, that kind of thing, temporarily um, until, you know, they sort out other things, you know, other kind of accommodation. Are tourists being told to stay away, ones that had planned or booked to come? Uh, yes, they're definitely saying. They're definitely, oh no, they're saying definitely don't go to Maui at the moment, and uh, they're advising don't travel to Maui, and definitely if you're non-essential, don't travel to this particular part of Maui. Uh, so you know the, there'll be some impacts on tourism, you know, going forward. Uh, that's not to say that people, you know, this is a very um, you know peak tourism series, you know, t- period for Hawaii generally, um, and it's very very reliant on tourists. So you know there are definitely. Um, uh, you know, definitely other places for visitors to go. There are uh, less uh, severe fires also on the Big Island, on the island of Hawaii, which is what we call the Big Island here. Um, 
uh, and you know they're not on the same level as Maori. Maori is really the one that's um, that's got the very dry conditions and has been hit the hardest. So, um, but as far as travel for the you know in the short term future, people would definitely be encouraged to to hang back from Maui. There's no accommodation available at the moment anyway because it's been booked out for essential services and that kind of thing. So you know it'll be a few a few days or weeks before things you know get back into swing there. I think. Can you tell us anything, Matthew, about people's escapes, given the speed and intensity of this, how people managed to get away and what they had to do? Uh, well, so one pretty um, vivid image is that a lot of, as the fire moved through Lahaina, it's pretty clear we've heard multiple accounts of people who were forced to um, jump into the water of Lahaina Harbour to escape the flames, and the U.S. Coast Guard, we understand, picked, and also private charter boats were picking people up who'd sought refuge from the flames in the water in the harbour. Um, that's a scene that you know we've seen from other places, like you know the, those recent uh, island of roads in in Greece. We saw a lot of British tourists, you know, who had to shelter in the harbour. So it was kind of something moving at that pace. The wind, I mean, the wind gusts are very, uh, are very severe and and very high. And so that clearly, if you look at some of the social media videos and some of the videos we've been able to access, uh, you can really just see the, you know, the kind of the velocity of the travel of the of the wildfire through, um, you know, these historic wooden buildings. A lot of them, um, you know, really, really was incredibly fast. Matthew Leonard there.